excuses. Teenager, we major, now let's go stupid. Something a hole in the state that put us so go through it. How you gon' say you are just like us, but cannot do this? Who in the players in your whole team? They are so useless, they useless. It's a major, major. This episode is inspired by my anxiety and my fear that has prevented me from expressing myself before and no longer controls me. It's inspired by my ability to overcome my perfectionism and to put things into the world even when it doesn't feel perfect, but knowing that it's good enough. Enjoy. It's a major, it's a major, major, major. Hey everyone. It is 6.50 a.m. in New York City. I've missed y'all, even though I think it's only been a little bit over a week. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to lie. I tried to record this past Wednesday, and I recorded a whole podcast. It was about 20 minutes, and I knew... I knew it wasn't the one, right? And not that it wasn't the one. I knew that I was doing it for the wrong reasons. I knew I was doing it to stay relevant. Um, and, you know, I, I could just feel it in my body that it wasn't time. It wasn't the time for it. So I scrapped it. I don't even think I listened to it after I recorded it. I just moved on. And um, that's kind of what brings us into this episode is um, the concept of time. I would say I've started my journey of being a healthier person. And when I say healthy, I mean mentally, physically, and spiritually. And it's taken a lot of time. There's been more than a few times that I thought I was better, and I wasn't. I've discussed my issues with anxiety a little bit before, Um, issues with codependency. I was in a five-year relationship that um, was not healthy. It was, you know, very important to who I am today, but it took me five years to get through that now. Talk about time, right? And then I'm thankful for that relationship because that's the reason I even got into therapy and learned about my codependency issues. And I thought after a year of therapy, I was better in regards to time, right? So five-year relationship, about a year of therapy. And I remember something that my therapist said. She said one day that a lot of people think that the healing process is linear. Um, And sorry if I pronounce words weird sometimes. I I have this thing with ERs (laughs) where 
my friends always tell me to say mirror and um, I'm talking about the mirror. I, I don't know. I say words funny. Okay, let me go back to what I'm talking about. My therapist said one time that most people that think that the healing process is linear. So if you looked at like a graph, the line would be slowly creeping up, right? You know, because you're getting better and better. But then she drew it on a piece of paper and she basically scribbled (laughs) the healing process in a bunch of circles. (laughs) And she was like, this is what it really looks like. It's messy and you go around and you come back and you dip out and you come back in and i can i can attest to that um you know as someone who's had a very um strict practice so i have a strict spiritual practice i have a strict um meditation practice um which has saved my life if if you're struggling from anxiety i'll i'll do an entire episode on meditation and i'll try to discuss it in um in a way that People have told me that the way I explain it is helpful, and I hope it is because um, because I needed it explained to me in a helpful way, and if you want me to tell you where I actually understood it well for the first time, it's um, the Russell Brand podcast, Under the Skin, and he was interviewing David Lynch from Twin Peaks, and they had, uh, I think the episode is called Meditation and Genius, if you're interested in hearing a really cool description of meditation and David Lynch's description of it, and he he suffered from similar things that I do with my anxiety. Um, my anxiety manifests as anger. Other people's anxiety might manifest as depression or isolation. I get I get mad. <laughs> uh, but back to what I was saying, I've probably been in my healing process for over three years now. Um, and I've done a lot of work and I still, I call it my old self. I still have days where in times where I really feel like I haven't learned anything that I've just reverted back to my old self. And it scares me because, um, I think at one point, and this is just, this is my personal experience. I think at one point in the healing process, you feel like a lot better, like you feel like powerful. Um, and or maybe it was because that my healing process mixed in with the pandemic. I really got like a deep, deep clean. You know what I mean? Like not only was I on the right path, but like then the world calmed down. So like I really got a good amount of time to feel peace. Um, but yeah, the point of all this, if there is a point, (laughs) is that I I made some choices. Once I started getting better and gaining more mental clarity, I realized, oh, like, these people aren't good for me. And I I started making new friends and I started um, having new interests. And and look at me, I'm not saying this is the reason, but I'm not even rapping right now, right? And then I started my own business, which I haven't spoken to you guys much about yet. And I started taking like major risks while I felt powerful. But with major risks, um, you need a lot of faith. <laughs> because I, I believe when you're, when you're sick, when you're not healed, when you're, um, when you're battling something spiritually, 
you're removed from yourself, right? You're not in tune with your intuition and following your gut. You know, people always say, follow your gut, follow your gut. But when you're not doing well, the actual issue is that you're not aligned with your gut. You don't know what is your gut. If you suffer from anxiety, what is your gut? It's going off all day, right? Like, like if I followed my gut while I was in an anxious state, I would think the whole world was against me. I would think everyone hated me. Um, I would make decisions based on fear, right? So the healing process is actually to get you more in tune with yourself. And um, me and my boy, we call it our spidey senses. Like we've been working really hard on honing in on our spidey senses, right? So like when Spider-Man's spidey senses are going off, he he senses actual danger, but it's it's real danger. It's not fake danger. You know, when you um, suffer from anxiety, uh, my really good friend, um, from, former coworker, I haven't spoken to her in so long, Janelle, what up? Um, she told me that when you suffer from anxiety, you have a faulty alarm system. Um, and the best example would be, and I agree with this, is like, say you're cooking a really nice dinner, like a beautiful three course meal, and then your fire alarm goes off. There's not an actual fire, <laughs> but your fire alarm is sensing it as a fire when it's really a beautiful dinner. Um, when you have when you suffer with issues from anxiety it's a fire alarm going off over dinner it's not over an actual fire that needs to be tended to um and i'm saying all this to say people think that going through this healing process means at one point um you'll be healed um And what does that look like, right? What does being healed look like? Well, how does this relate back to time? So I have been in my... How do I explain this? I have been taking care of myself and working on my spidey senses and getting in tune with my gut for over three years now. And I still have these really bad days, right? Like yesterday, I had such a dark day. And I felt like my old self, right? But what I realized is that healing doesn't equal happiness or um, that you won't have these dark days or these dark moments. It's the speed at which you recover from them. And I hope this is making sense. So when I was sick and wasn't wasn't in tune with my gut and, and uh, wasn't working on my spidey senses and trying to fix my faulty alarm system, and I was constantly in an aggravated state, like my nervous system was just ready to go off, right? Like a, like, Again, like a like an alarm that was just about to go off at the first sign of smoke, even though someone just lit up a cigarette, <laughs> you know? When I was in that state and I wasn't hadn't taken time to do better, I could be in that state or in a depressed state or in a dark place for days, for weeks, for months, right? 
there was a time period where I was probably depressed for years. And I never consider myself a depressed person. I consider myself someone who struggles from anxiety more than depression. But God, having have really bad anxiety for years and you're not happy. I mean, I wouldn't, maybe you don't have the symptoms of depression, but happiness isn't even a thing. You're just constantly upset. <laughs> and so back to time is that I realized when you start to get better, it's not about, oh, I'm happy now and things are just better. It's that when the dark days and the dark times come, you recover so much quicker. And it's it's about the speed at which you recover and, and healing is about the ability to cope better. And you know, even right now, I've explained this so much more eloquently and I'm a little off, but I think you'll get the point. And um, again, I'm back to these podcasts whenever I can be because this is about creating a habit and, you know, my anxiety would cause me to say, oh, this isn't good enough. Nope, this is good enough because I think I'm getting my point across and this is my fourth episode. Like, it's not going to be perfect all the time, G. But the point is, is, Look at me able to push through this podcast where I used to be in the recording studio and if I wasn't in the right vibe, I would quit, you know, because my anxiety would get so bad. And yesterday when I was in a really dark place, it would have lasted the whole day. By nighttime, I felt okay again. Um, And that's not always the case. Uh, A few days ago, I think I had a bad couple of days in a row, but it wasn't weeks it wasn't months, it wasn't years, and I went back to my faith, and, you know, God delivered. I've been, and I know this podcast is a little all over the place, but I uh, I did take some major risks as I started healing my spidey senses and, and getting more in tune with my gut, and I'm in a kind of a situation right now where things are coming down to the wire, like I made a choice not to go back to work, Right. And I've been a little worried about things financially, but I know for a fact that I have to do this. And the type of fear that I would have if I hadn't worked on myself and really helped myself through meditation, which really helped me space out my anxious thoughts and rewired my brain, essentially. Uh, Meditation will rewire your brain. Better than anything else. I mean, I can't, some, you know what? I'm not a doctor. I can't claim to be, but hit me up (laughs) Um, because I've rewired my brain. Um, But what I'm saying is, is that I know that I've done the work and I know that I'm doing better because I am not sitting in my suffering I still suffer, but the suffering passes quicker, and I still follow my gut. I don't say, oh my God, look what's going on. Like I have to jump back into work now. Like, nope, I know what I'm doing. I'm building something bigger than myself, and it takes time. And so for anyone, anyone that's trying to get better and recovering from anxiety or depression and is doing the things they need, whether it's therapy or yoga or 
regular exercise or, um, you know, a spiritual practice or whatever it is, if it's medication, if it's getting away from your family, if that's what's necessary, if it's getting rid of old friends um, that are holding you back, it's going to take time. And I can't tell you how many times throughout the past three years I thought I was better but it took just a little bit more work and a little bit more clarity and don't give up because it's not there's no end game to it it's just about getting better at it and being able to recover quicker and being able to cope quicker and like I said healing doesn't equal happiness it equals the ability to cope and the speed at which you recover. And I'm happy with myself right now because I'm starting to learn like, wow, when you're not feeling good, it's going to end because you've done the work and you've done the best you can to to get better and um, your body is better, and your spidey senses are better, and you're not meant to be happy all the time. You're just meant to remember that God is there, and he's looking out for you, and he does work in mysterious ways. And uh, I'm trying every day, and I do have dark days, but they don't last as long as they used to. And I hope this is just a message for anyone who's in the middle or the even the beginning of their healing process to keep going keep going it might take you a few years but to to get to a point or maybe it'll be shorter who the hell knows don't listen to me this is my journey but it does take time and it takes patience but it's worth it and you you will be better off in the end because you won't have to suffer for long, long periods anymore. You will have honed in your spidey senses and got in tune with yourself and begin trusting in yourself and gain the confidence you need to pull yourself out of things that you used to think you weren't able to pull yourself out of. And I'm out here (laughs) And I'm sticking to what I know is right. I'm sticking to what God wants for me. And um, I feel blessed. I feel feel really blessed. And I feel grateful. And I'm even happier because, wow, I just got through this podcast. You know, I was in a few dark places this week. And I was like, I'll never be able to do it again. I'm not good enough. I'm not not happy enough. I'm not, uh, I haven't meditated enough this week. I'm not in a calm enough place, but nope. Here we go. Episode four. Um, I love y'all. Thank you so much. <laughs>